Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everyone. Oh, my God. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. We have such a jam-packed show for you today. I have Ira Madison the third on the show today. If you don't follow Ira on Twitter, you have to. He's so smart, so funny, so talented. He's a pop culture writer. He's got a new podcast out on Crooked Media called Keep It. So Ira and I are going to talk about everything. We're going to break down Vanderpump Rules. We're going to talk about the Oscar nominations. Also, Ira is one of my favorite people to talk to about Nicole Scherzinger. <laughs> so we're going to talk about her. They were auditioning people to replace you, and one of them was the Nicole Scherzinger. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'll never tire of Wendy Williams calling Nicole Scherzinger Nicole Scherzinger. <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger. Anyway, we're going to get to Ira. I wanted, you guys, I wanted to tell you a story about how I ate four Entenmann's donuts in 10 minutes today uh, due to my anxieties, but I can't, I can't get to that. So maybe next week. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. People were shaming me for eating four donuts, but I didn't think that was that much. Is that an issue? I don't know. <laughs> TBD to be determined. But I want to get to my interview with Ira. You guys, here is... The lovely, the talented Ira Madison. Please go follow him on on Twitter. He's at Ira on Instagram. He's at King Ira Ira Ira. And you guys, please go follow me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And please go rate and review this in the iTunes store. It'd be super helpful if you can, if you like it. And let Ira know if you like it too. You know, do 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 what you can. Okay, guys, I'm here with Ira Madison Third. I'm so excited to see her. He actually helped me move into this apartment. We were just talking about years and years, like seven or eight years ago. You were one of the first friends I've had in L.A., and he's just killing it. He's got a new podcast called Keep It. So good. It's politics and pop culture, right? Yeah. So Ira's here. We're going to break down Bravo. We're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules, because it's about the pasta, right? It's all about, it's, it's um, not about the pasta, no, according to James. It's not about the pasta. <laughs> So we're going to get into all of that. The last time I saw you, Ira, though, do you remember the last time I saw you in person? It's when, was it at the movies? No, no, I ran into you. Where did I run into you? It was at the Janet concert. Yes! A couple months ago. And it's so good. So it was like a week after the Las Vegas shootings, right? So there was Mm -hmm. heavy security at the Janet concert. It took like about an hour and a half to get into the show. There was like so much combustion or it was crazy because the concert was like literally starting as people were still in security you think someone would have told janet like can you wait (laughs) (laughs) but so i get there and matt and i get there and we were running late it was like the show was maybe at seven we were it was like seven ten so we get into this like heavy area and i just see you so relaxed opening up a bottle of champagne (laughs) 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 like i'm in this like tizzy like i gotta get in there i'm gonna miss it i'm gonna miss it and you were just like chilling on the grass <laughs> everyone around you was just like hectic as fuck 
and you're just opening up your champagne. You're like, do you want a glass? <laughs> like, I don't want to get in there. Um, but it was so good. It was such a good show, right? She yeah. was on a show. She she, she killed it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that, like, I splurged on, like, box seat. Because I wanted to, like, be close. I wish I was closer, to yeah. be honest. Like, because there were friends of mine in, like, standing, like, roads. Yeah. And I was like, she was great. She was so good. And she looked great. She she looked fantastic. I loved it. So that was the last time I saw you in person. And before that, I think the last time was when we saw Entourage the movie together. I think so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we saw... The Entourage movie, and we both liked it. A very troubling movie, um, Time's Up, In on Rachel's the Entourage movie. <laughs> Hashtag me too. I, I think, um, yeah, it was an interesting time in history. The Entourage spectacle, but I loved it. So, the Oscar nominations came out today. You're a pop culture writer. You write for, you've written for GQ, The Daily Beast, MTV. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anyone? I mean, everyone. I'm missing everyone. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere, anywhere. As, as Rita Ora would say. I will write anywhere. You're a Rita Ora stan. I love her. Yeah, what do you love about her? I love that she's, like, she's plucky, you know? She works hard. Literally, she works so hard to stay in the media constantly. And I feel like this year it finally paid off. Like, it's people true. kind of know who she is. Kind they of. know songs of hers. Yeah. Like, people liked your song. Your song was so good. That puts me in the best. Mood. Yeah, they yeah. either liked your song or anywhere. I mean, she's on the Fifty Shades soundtrack, which is kind of wild, because, like, she's been in the movie since the beginning, An and they extra. only she's finally... <laughs> she's a featured extra. <laughs> and they she's finally... hired by Central Casting for the film. They only finally let her be on the soundtrack for the third movie. <laughs> She had more to do in the second one, but for no reason. Like, you remember in the second one, she's just like, finds Dakota Johnson, she's like, let's go shopping! <laughs> yeah, she's had, I mean, maybe like one extra scene. Yeah. Um, but also, I didn't know, so recently I tweeted something about Fifty Shades, and I didn't realize, like, there's their fans are crazy. Like, the Fifty Shades fans are insane. Like, all the people that hate Dakota Johnson, I didn't know that was like a subculture on the internet. People that hate her. Really? Yeah. Like I, I swear, I tweeted and I tweeted something about Jamie Dornan needs to show his dick in the next movie, and I got the craziest people responding to me. I mean, these they're all like, I hate Dakota, at, at I hate Dakota, or like, I mean, it's crazy. It was insane. So I didn't know that that had such like an underground standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you, who's your diva? Who's like your top diva? Like, Mine? Yeah, besides Rudora. It's B. It's B. It's yeah. B, yeah. It's Have always you ever B. met her? Um, we brunched on Sunday. <laughs> I wouldn't believe it. Uh, no, she's she's one I've I haven't met her. What would you do? I haven't met her? Brittany, who was the one before her, too. Yeah. It just seemed... I don't know. I don't want to meet Brittany now. I don't want to shell out, like, money to, like, awkwardly stand with her in front of, like, a Planet Hollywood <laughs> step and repeat. You know? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Also, I just feel like in general, those are the kind of people you don't want to meet because it'd be disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Britney in, in Vegas? I've seen it five times. And now she's like on tour. Yeah, she's taking the tour. same she show everywhere. Today. And it's like, yeah. learn. I want to see some new stuff from her. I just want some new moves, some new music. Release a new album. I know. Glory was so good, Glory but it was, was so good. underrated. I was just listening to Just Love Me. That's, my fa- that's one of my favorite Britney songs. Of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to get to Oscar nominees. What did you love last year? What did you hate? Let's talk about Best Picture first, so you know who the nominees are. Let me just read them real quick so we can run it down. It's Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, 
Ladybird, Phantom Thread, The Post, Shape of the Water, Shape of Water, The Shape of Shape of The Shape of Water, The Shape of Water, uh, and three billboards um, at East Missouri or whatever the fuck that was. Outside Missouri, <laughs> Outside as Tiffany Missouri. Haddish said when she announced this morning. <laughs> Did you see she Tiffany Haddish announced and she was like clapping for Boss Baby? Yes, <laughs> that was like what she was most excited. About. She was so energetic at like five a.m. and I was just like, "Can we cancel Jimmy Kimmel hosting?" Yeah. It was. Can uh, she? She was so funny. So she was nice. like, in the beginning when Dunkirk kept getting nominations, she was like, uh, "It seems like a lot of people like this Dunkirk. I should see it." Let me get up in Dunkirk too. <laughs> Somebody get me a screener. Yeah. <laughs> Send me a screener. <laughs> She's got to be in the academy. Um, <laughs> did uh, what was I just gonna say? Oh, her book. I just I thought I would be really fun to listen to the audio book. Is it course. out? It's out. I need to buy it. But the, don't do the audio. Okay. Because it was disappointing to me. Because oh. I was expecting her to have that energy, mm-hmm. and she's just reading it, kind of you know normal, normal. And so I was like, well, you're waiting. I did it, like, I listened to it on 1.5 speed, and that made it better. But it's because oh, it was great. faster. Yeah, yeah. but it, I'm like, come on, Tiffany. I wanted that out of her. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so out of these movies. I need, like, a comedy album from her. That's what we need. Yes. She needs to be on tour. Like, where's her, where's her show here? I know. Where she, could, she could honestly, like, she could fill, like, the Greek or something here. Totally. Immediately. If it was announced today, it would sell out. Totally. Did you, have you been following that Monique Netflix drama? Yes, we talked about that on Keep It this week. Oh, God, it's she, so good. Yeah, you know, it's hard, because part of me is like... So let's just back up. So Monique was offered 500000 to do a Netflix special, and she is calling out this boycott of Netflix because Amy Schumer was offered originally $11 million, and then she negotiated for $13 million, and Chris Rock and some other people were offered like $20 million. Mm-hmm. So Monique, uh, who is in Precious, she's claiming that she deserves more and all that. And the thing is, it's hard because, like, you know, they definitely did lowball her. Like, 500,000, like, that just seems like chump change to Netflix. But also, like, Monique is crazy. Like, she's wild. You know? And she's just gonna go on her show, like, trashing Lee Daniels and Oprah, so... Her interview with Sway was so fascinating. I watched the full thing, it was like 45 minutes or something, and it's so fascinating. And it's like you... It's such a roller coaster ride because at times I'm like, yes, Monique, yeah, I agree with you. And then other times, like, ooh, she crazy. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, what is going on right now? It's like both of those things can exist at the same time. Yeah. She can be crazed, and also Netflix can be whack for giving her a little bit of money. But the thing is, like, because she kept bringing up, like, Amy Schumer, who was like, when Amy Schumer got that money, she was a huge star. Yeah. Like, now nobody gives a fuck about Amy Schumer. But, you know, that would be like, the equivalent now would be like, I'm sure they would offer Tiffany Haddish a lot of money for a Netflix show. Yeah. That's what I was that's what I was getting to because on the view Whoopi Goldberg was saying, you know, let's see, let's offer a special to Tiffany Haddish and see if she gets what Amy Schumer got mm-hmm. because they're comparable. Yeah. Um but and Monique put out some statement that she was saying uh, she did the, broke down like the box office numbers and she was comparing Snatched and Almost Christmas. But when Amy got the Netflix special, it was after Trainwreck. Yeah, it was so pre-Snatched. Was, yeah. Snatched is the reason why no one cares about Amy Schumer anymore. Yes, I liked Snatched. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh my god, I think it's good. Like, I think it's cute and funny. And I don't appreciate it. Goldie Hawn doing movies with people who aren't her daughter. Oh, yeah. I, I really wanted, like, the Goldie Hawn 
Kate Hudson era to happen. I would love that. I would love that. And and I'm like, why are you doing with Amy Schumer? They tried to get Bonnie Hunt, so I know Bonnie Hunt a little bit, and they like wanted her to do it, and she said, I'm maybe talking out of turn, but she said the script was trash. <laughs> <laughs> but I disagree with Bonnie, because I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I loved seeing Goldie Hawn again. I'm not. I'm surprised it's not on our best picture list. Yeah, so very what did, surprised. What do you like out of? What were your? I love Call Me by Your Name. Don't know what a Dunkirk is. Just like Tiffany Haddish. Watched Dunkirk. I'm too prone to depression. Get Out was great. Yeah. I love Lady Bird. Phantom Phantom Thread is gorgeous. Really? You should see that. I didn't see that yet. Yeah, it's great. It's sexy. It's spooky. Um, Sheep of Water is ridiculous. I hated it. I hate it. It's ridiculous. It's about this mute fucking fish. I know. It's too much fish fucking. And I had mentioned this on the podcast last week. I was watching it while I was on an Amazon customer service chat. (laughs) And I was so frustrated with this Amazon customer service chat that I was totally tainted by the movie. I could have been watching anything and I would have hated it, but I was getting so mad at Shape of Water because, you know, it was transference. What is the right word? Yeah. Yeah. I hated it. It was too much fish fucking. And it was like, Okay, this mute woman who can't talk is fucking a monster. I don't know. It just was gross to me. I didn't like it. So who would you who would you pick? Who's your choice? Um, well, Call Me By Your Name is my favorite movie of the year, but I would I would love if like you're get gonna out. Hate, you're gonna hate me. I didn't like. That's fine. I, I knew I would catch one of you gays in these streets. Get out would be a great win. You know. Yeah. Two oh, black films back to back, like. Oscars wouldn't know what to do with themselves. It but it's probably going to be the fucking darkest hour. That, well, that, that three billboards yeah. is doing really well. Yeah, but he, he didn't get nominated for best director. Three billboards? No. So, I don't know. People may be tiring on it. Darkest hour is just like, I don't... Oh, we don't need a Winston Churchill movie. We have The Crown. God, it was so boring. <laughs> I turned. I had the screen I turned it off. I couldn't watch it. I like... I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm getting older or my tastes are just getting worse, but I think I like these movies less and less like the best picture movies mm-hmm. but what did you want what would you have what would your best picture look like like your nominees would you um, any movies that were snubbed john wick too Besides was snatched. snubbed john wick was good. um i loved mother um, like a lot yeah. and i think it didn't get the recognition that it deserved i would have liked to see michelle pfeiffer get in yeah she needed more to do in that <laughs> movie know. though she needs a real comeback next year. I know. Like, because this, this comeback, this this comeback, the last year was yeah. was trash. It was just like, first of all, you put her in the Wizard of Lies, and no one no one saw that. I watched it. <laughs> you saw I it. I watched it. I liked it, but it wasn't great. It was like enjoyable to watch on a Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, like, either get her in a movie, or she's going to get some Oscars, or like taste. put her on a put her on a series. Yeah. Yeah. She should be in Big Little Lies. She should be in Big Little Lies because she's married to David Yeah, Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I know. I wonder if they went after her for that and she just didn't want to. Or what. But I'd love to see her in an HBO show. She's just so good. That was what I thought. Michelle, I'll write you a show. God, I would die. Please let me work on it. Proud Michelle. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I should mention I'm wearing a Proud Mary hat. Call it Proud Michelle. (laughs) you You were tweeting that Proud Mary's not getting enough. Um, advertisement or something, or yeah. you were making fun of the advertisement. And meanwhile, I was like, they contacted me to post myself on Instagram <laughs> in a proud Mary hat. <laughs> so like that, which I don't understand how that audience connected, but yeah. So I'm wearing my proud Mary hat. There was a 
it was there were plenty of people they had to do that. There was like some soul cycle instructor who they had. She was like talking about proud Mary. What's your proud moment? And I was like, what is happening? I was so excited when they contacted me. <laughs> they also sent me a t-shirt. But yeah, they only went out. They only went after like weird Instagram thing. They didn't do big, um, you know, big advertising. You like? Did you like them? No, it was actually pretty boring. Yeah, I saw so, your piece on it. Yeah, I was angry. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop a refreshing Lacroix. Lacroix. What's your Lacroix story? <laughs> Everything iconic brought to you by Lacroix. Lacroix, I wish. <laughs> um, what flavor do you like? I like the grapefruit. It's my fave. The pamplemousse. Pamplemousse. Yeah. I really feel like. LaCroix was, like, popping two years ago, and now it's just settled back into, like, all right, some people drink LaCroix, some people don't. They need some new flavors. Just like Amy Schumer, it was the rise (laughs) and fall. (laughs) They they need some new flavors. Like, where's, like, blueberry LaCroix? I don't know. Every other flavor I try besides pamplemousse and lime, I hate. I don't like the other ones. Not for me. Not for me. Okay, so I want to talk about actors... And who did you think, in general, was snubbed? Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish for Girls was so fucking good. Vicky Creeps is who in... Is she? She's in Phantom Threat. So when you see okay. it, she yeah. is serving. Really? Yeah. And Michelle Williams. For all the money Yeah, I think, she, I think she turned it out. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of that whole pay situation? Um, I mean... Mark Wahlberg is sleazy. So... But I also get her not—I get her not wanting to make money off of it and be a TV player. But also, like, I don't know, take the check, girl. Yeah, take the check and donated it to Times Up. You know. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, were there any other performances that you thought should have gotten in there? Uh, one of my favorite movies this year actually was nominated for um, best foreign language. Daniela Vega. Um, in a fantastic woman. Oh, I heard about this is a that. great it's movie. So. Yeah, they're doing a screening at the ArcLight. I think it's going to be at the ArcLight soon. You should go see it. Yeah. Um, I got to check that out. Now, I'm going to segue into Housewives. Any other Oscar stuff you want to talk about? No. You do a whole Oscar breakdown on your show. Keep it so that everyone can listen to that this week. So I want to get into Housewife. First of all, before... and I want to get into Vanderpump Rules. But before I do, who's your favorite Housewife? What's your favorite city? My favorite city is ATL. Yeah. And my favorite Housewife is... Kenya. Kenya? Yeah. Yeah. Do you did you hear that she got fired this year? Do you think that's true? There's like some rumor on the blogs that Kenya is fired or quits or something. I feel like I feel like if anyone started that is that thirsty Kim Zolziak. Yeah. But she's King has been annoying me a little bit this season, if only because I don't like her as this like married person who like is now like trying to restrict what she does on the show. Yeah. Yeah, she's too restrained. Although we were talking She's about, giving you, like, Lala from, like, yeah. Vanderpump Rules. Like, don't bring up my man. <laughs> I think Lala has become a feminist icon. They need to give her a She has! <laughs> Hashtag Lala, too. She's been doing so much work. Every, se- every single episode, there's, like, a new, um, a new Lala, like, moment where she just comes out for women. Did you okay. see the clip for next week's episode? Yes, when she's fighting. She's fighting with uh, Gina? She's, fighting, it's not, she's not even fighting with Sheena. She's trying to stop the fight between Sheena and Katie That's being right. like, we women need to present a united fucking front. That's so good. <laughs> oh my god. 
Did you see that uh, interview? It was Oprah, maybe 60 Minutes or CBS This Morning or something. Oprah was interviewing all the people at the Me Too movement. And it's like, I want Lala to have a seat there. Like, I want it to be like Reese Witherspoon, Ava DuVernay, and Lala. And Lala, I can't give them Lala on Instagram. Is her name? Oh my god. Um, but it's, I love Lala, but also like... You know what I like write about? Like I write about like the intersection of pop culture and politics. Yeah, and I and like, th- I mean, I talk about that on the show, and then like I write about like race and identity and like LGBT representation and stuff in film and TV. And so it's just very weird. Like, obviously, I love Vanderpump Rules, and I was tweeting about watching it, and like, you but her just yeah, started watching. Yeah, it. but her people kept being like. Oh, you know, like, maybe you could interview Lala, and it's just sort of like, I mean, like, I love her, but also, like, oh, no? <laughs> like, they would, like, interview her about her lip line, and I'm like, uh, I'm gonna pass? Lala is more than welcome to, not, to come on this show. Yes, Lala would be great on everything iconic. Oh my god, I love I've been trying to get Kristen on, and so there's this hashtag movement. Uh, it's hashtag Kristen is iconic. And she just, her publicist said she doesn't do podcasts. And I'm like, what is she doing? She can't come on here. Like, let's get her on the show. What do you mean she doesn't do podcasts? She, like, apparently she, I don't know, she stopped doing podcasts. You know what? So everyone's Podcasts tweeting, are the future, though? I know. So everyone's tweeting her, hashtag Kristen is iconic. You know what? The show. Lala is stealing her shine as the rabble rouser oh. on the show. So, um... I bet Kristen will be on that podcast next season when they bump her down the recurring. I'm shocked that she's she, a main cast. She doesn't do anything yeah, she anymore. Do anything. And it's so upsetting because I love Crazy Kristen. I miss her so much. And that's why I want her on the show because I want to ask her about, like, what's going Like, what... Did you get on new meds? Is it just because of Carter? Like, what's going on that she's so different here? Is she just more stable? I guess so. I mean, I don't know what it is. But so you just started watching Vanderpump Rules, right? I did. Yeah, what made I you started last it? season. Sorry, last year oh, at the end. Of, gas. <laughs> I started at the end of last year, right before Christmas, because friends of mine. Oh my god! You okay? Yes. <laughs> Do you need a? It's this Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> it just it, it makes me burn. <laughs> uh, oh, we're having some fun. Yeah. Do you want some more prosecco? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. going back. Um, people were telling you you have to watch it. Yes, it's so good. Pe- friends, friends were telling me that I have to watch Vanderpump Rules, yeah. and it got to enough people, and it seemed like it was back, and so I dove in. It and I watched delivers. five seasons over Christmas break. Yeah, and who do you love? James and Lala yeah. are my faves, and and Ariana. Because, let me back up for a second, you're a huge soap opera guy, right? Yeah. So, you understand and respect the soap opera antics. Yes, which is why I loved um, Vale, because she was she came over from The Young and the Restless. Oh, so you knew her from I knew her. She had been on The Young and the Restless for, like, three years, like, back when I lived in New York. Or, no, it was here. I was living here. She was on Young and the Restless for a bit. And then she dated Chris Pine. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So, you did this binge, and now you're completely caught up, right? If you don't follow Ira on Twitter, you have to go follow him, because he was doing this... You were live... Not live tweeting it, but you were tweeting as you were watching. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so fun. I, like, just got so much joy, because it was all these moments that I remembered that I've watched since, like, season two. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just so fun to see 
your reactions to someone watching it with fresh eyes. Yeah. And now, this last episode, so this week's episode, we got one of the best moments ever was that pasta exchange between James and Lala. And he, James just kept saying... So, first of all, they're at Sweet Chick on Fairfax. <laughs> just, like, lit as fuck. Like, they're fucked up, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and they were just... They started talking about Lala. Well, because he was also like, can I get two shots of vodka for everyone? And also, before that, I'll get two shots of bourbon. I'm like, girl! Like, two in the afternoon. Right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand what was going on. James is always sort of like that, and I like the editors are so shady. James will have a quote where he's like, "I'm not drinking, any- I'm not drinking anymore," and then they cut to him just blacking out. Yeah, <laughs> are you drinking? Um, so that that exchange though, there was this exchange between Lala and James with James' side piece at the table, Logan. He was just sitting there, and so Lala says that she took a bite of Raquel's pasta or took some of Raquel's pasta. And then this whole thing is about, it's not about the pasta, it's not about the pasta, but they kept talking about pasta. Visual respect, my lady. I love how he calls Raquel my lady. What do you think of Raquel? She's a little bit of a wet rag. She's boring. boring. I'm also like, I, does she want to be on TV that bad? Because she She was sitting there while her man practically had another man's dick in his mouth (laughs) at... At Sir during Pride. Like, Logan and James were a lot. They were it was like, lot. they looked like they were about to leave and fuck. They did. They had more PDA going on than my boyfriend and I have ever had in yes. eight years of a relationship. It's he, like, he was, like, kissing his cheek. They were like, nuzzling. Yeah. And Raquel was just sitting there, like, mortified. There's that point where she was like, um, you know, it was like, and there's something going on. Yeah. And it was like, it's so weird. And it's been going on since the beginning of the season because, you know, he was just like, that whole period where, like, when Raquel's gone, I'm like, what? And people have messaged. So I get a lot of messages. <laughs> but I love James. Yeah, I do too. I love James. And also, like- Logan also did not seem like he was that drunk either. It oh, seemed yeah. like he was peacocking and flexing a bit. To make Raquel jealous. Totally. I got the impression that James and Logan had just made out in the bathroom before filming that scene. And so, like, they got out of the bathroom, and James sort of went into, like, we're not together mode. And Logan was like, we just made out in the bathroom mode. Yeah. And so that was, like, that scene where they were outside. I was like, I feel like they just hooked up in a bathroom. And we're seeing the aftermath of that with James's girlfriend there. Yes. But so I get a lot of weird messages online because of, I talk a lot about housewives and stuff. And so people come to me with information that I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not true. But a lot of people said that James, he's seen, they've seen James around West Hollywood, like with this slogan, mm-hmm. um, making out at bars. Mm. Do you believe it? I don't know. Listen, I'm going to go to see, I want to go to see you next Tuesday. Oh my God. So bad. And Sir. They, they also have Sir's Days now. Sir's Days? <laughs> Oh my god! It's like Tuesdays. See you next Tuesday, and then Thursdays is Thursday. Is is that is that weekly or is that biweekly? Because I know see you next Tuesday is biweekly. Yeah, it sounds biweekly to me. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing sounds biweekly. Um, Um, I I don't know. I honestly I love James, and I I feel like I would love to be friends with James. Yeah. Me too. I've seen him as He's a ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he has great yeah. hands, too. I, I, yeah. I love his hand. I'm a hand guy, and, like, he's got great hands. 
He and Lala are, have become like my favorite protagonists of the series yeah. now. They're good. I mean, the, and the Sheena's just sort of there, but I, she's but she's sort of she sort of always has to be there because she's sort of like a staple. She's she's the buffer, honestly, between the people on the show that I like and the people on the show that I hate. Yeah, <laughs> I love watching Sheena because I'm just so. It's like cringeworthy. Fun. She's a monster. She's a monster. That whole storyline this week, Sheena made up in her head. <laughs> yes. Also, like, oh my god, who was it that said it? I'm like, girl, if you are tired of people talking about you and Rob, like, stop bringing it up. Everywhere she goes, she's like, hey. so people are saying that, you know, like, Rob was making all this girl, and it's just not true. It's like going up to, like, Billy, like, the Billy trans man. girl, being like, um, can I tell you about Rob? I'm like, Billy has some stuff going on in her life, okay, Sheena? She is not <laughs> here for transitioning this. transitioning and also actually hosting. Like, she's yeah. working right now. Yes! And Sheena just walking up like, hey. <laughs> yeah, because, like, what was that speech that, like, Lisa Vanderpump was giving about her? I don't know. Oh, about Billy? Billy? Yeah. About Sheena? I feel like she gave, like, this whole speech about Billy, but I was like... I feel like they're just exploiting I feel like they're exploiting Billy. Like, it's like, we've never seen Billy, and then... She was there that other last week, and it's just sort of like, now they're like, they're trotting her out for pride. Yeah, it was like, and even last week's scene, though, was weird, because it was like, a lot of exposition on Billy for one quick scene, and then they just completely, like, Billy's never been at the events or anything. Right. They wanted to introduce her. And none of them are having brunch with Billy. No, no. She wasn't even at the, she wasn't even at the party where all that Jack stuff blew up, so. and she wasn't even at Katie's wedding, unless she was at Katie's wedding, I'm not interested. Yeah. Um. But Sheena made up that whole, that her whole arc these past couple of episodes was totally made up in her head about Rob cheating and people all talking about him cheating. It's like no one was talking about it. Katie mentioned it like off the cuff and then Sheena made it into a thing. But I loved it. That's what I love about Sheena is that she's... Also, no one on this show will just get an open relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they should because they're always... Yeah. They're always cheating on each other, so it's just like, yeah. Tom, I feel like Tom and Katie need one. Tom and Katie need one. Brittany and Jax need one. How do you feel about Brittany and Jax? I want Brittany to just get away from him. Like Jax is a monster. He's awful to her, and it's like so. I'm embarrassed for her, and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing when her homophobic mom shows up. Sherry, just pray about it. <laughs> that was her advice. For and her. like, if she's like in the next episode, she's just like chilling with. With um, Lisa just like watching all this drama unfold, yeah. I'm like, why are you here? Well, I did love that the reason she's there is because her and Kristen text. <laughs> I'd love to get a hold of that chain, that text chain. But also, I feel like I like how Kristen brought that girl from Miami to confront Tom. I feel like Kristen probably thought she was going to get a bigger storyline out of being the one to bring Britney's mom sure. here. Yeah. But it didn't work out that way. Because they're like, n- they're barely airing Kristen this season, though, because Lala is producing. Yeah. Kristen, L- Kristen and Lala are feuding like um, the two producers on Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Um, so Kristen did have a quote, though. She said, To anyone who doesn't believe love is love, suck a dick. <laughs> Is that one of her shirts? It has to be a shirt. Is that one of her shirts? She won. Do you remember that episode seasons ago when she yelled "suck a dick" at the sir manager? Yes. It's like so. This was like a callback. Kristen doing a callback to her one time saying "suck a dick." 
And she's like, she's really latching onto this catchphrase. And I, I, is she still it. selling shirts? I don't. We, it's unclear, and she won't come on here to tell me. <laughs> I just love how they she's have these things in the ether. <laughs> have these things in the ether, like her shirts. Um, Jackson Pout, Pout and Pucker. What's that uh, one? Katie's blog. Oh my god! I, no one needs a Katie blog. Um. Didn't Jack start doing something else because he never started his chunky sweater line? No, I know, which is disappointing, and I want to see them do other things. Like, it's sad. Do you think Tom Tom's ever going to open? No, I don't. Do you? I don't know, but I, if, if it does open, I want to be there yeah, the pr- opening later. night. We'll go. <laughs> Let's be on camera. <laughs> oh my god, please. Find Lala, the feminist. Oh my god, yeah, write a, tell her you'll do a story about her then. <laughs> <laughs> Just write about... Lala, but she had a good quote. I don't know if I wrote it down. Um, she had a good... She had a good quote somewhere. Oh, they went to see the Reiki, Reiki master. Am I saying that right? Reiki, Reiki. Yeah. And that was sad to me because that was like Peter trying to get a storyline because he's, he's the one who contacted that Reiki master. Yeah. Peter never gets a storyline. I'm sad for Peter. Peter's back to looking hot again, too. He looks really good. And I just feel bad. Except in his confessionals. What that tight suit and everything doesn't look good on him. That, the problem with Peter is just he's so forgettable. It's like I don't even remember his confessionals. He, like they just show up and I don't remember them. Yeah, but he is attractive. I, I love that he's endured. He's endured as like one of the like few like sir employees who like is in the mix, but not doing anything really. Like that other one, what's that girl's name? I hate her. I mean, Faith is gone. Christina. Christi- oh, I'm glad Christina's gone. She used to be there every early season. Just like she only existed to be a bitch to yeah. everyone who wasn't in a scene with her, yeah. and to give Stassi exposition. Yeah. Like, so Stassi, you did this today. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's hate on Sheena today. Yeah. Christina yeah. seems so thirsty, and then like she probably just gave up when they it's wouldn't so put sad. her on TV, and she's still actually just working there. Like the rest of them, at least, don't really work there off camera. Yeah. But Christina's just probably there. I feel like... Except for... Well, James does, because he's DJs. Um, I feel like I've seen Tom bartending there, too. I saw it years ago, like, around season two or three, I saw Jax bartending there. Um, but I don't think they work there anymore. I think Brittany does work there. And, uh... They probably do special nights. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Jax or Tom Sandoval ever worked there, when I've heard. Or Ariana. I could be wrong. But I don't think Tom Tom will ever open. Tom Schwartz is bugging me. He he's, he's too cute. Tom Schwartz has always been the annoyingly problematic one. Mm-hmm. And now he's become grosser this season. Yeah. I'm just like, he's annoying. Yeah. I don't... I think his... He does think he should... He gets away... He used to get away with stuff because he was cute, but now it's like, okay. you're not that cute. Yeah, he's not that cute. And it's like, just... I'm not, like, Kim Zosiak's not going to have her daughter suck your dick. You're not, You're not that cute. Right. You're not that cute. Oh my god, that was the best little storyline on Atlanta, but I need to see more about that, about Kim's daughter sucking dick. <laughs> Meanie. Um I don't even I wouldn't do that. I listen to him on the iPad, but it's not good for all that. Who yeah, would you exactly. suck dick for, Nini? Who would you suck dick for? Let's talk about that first. Tickets to their show? Yeah, whose shows would you... Like, what's the lowest... Let's say, on a scale from, like, you definitely would for Beyonce. <laughs> but it's like... Who's the lowest, Ron? But it's also like what we do in our spare time as gays. <laughs> so it's like... It's so it's like, I mean, like, I would suck a dick for, like, Dua Lipa tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> 
who's the where my girls at? Seven oh two. Seven oh two at the county fair. I <laughs> A BB Mac reunion tour. (laughs) Nicole Scherzinger. (laughs) Nicole Scherzinger uh, solo project. Just to get that first album, I'd suck dick. Just to get Nicole's. Where is it? Never released album. I was one of the people who pre-ordered that album too, and it just never came out. Nicole Scherzinger's album, her debut album, is still listed as pre-order. Since 2004. Yes. Never released. And she released a second album. She just released an album. And um, she has like two albums internationally now. It's wild. Whenever I see anything about Nicole Scherzinger. Scherzinger. (laughs) Do you know Wendy Williams? I've seen that. And I've seen when Wendy Williams called her Nicole Scherzinger to Fergie. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I keep saying it. Wendy Williams is still on my list. Why? Do you remember when she stole a joke of mine? (gasps) No. I tweeted, um, hold on, I'm going to specifically look this up. They're shady there. The Wendy Williams writers, her, they're shady. And she gets away with way more than she should. So I was looking up this joke, so apparently they stole, one of the writers stole your joke. And they never credited you? Did they ever apologize? No. So, I tweeted, when um, NBC terminated Matt Lauer uh, in the morning on November 29th, I tweeted somewhere, Ann Curry just made her orange juice a mimosa. Okay. It was added to Twitter moments. It went viral. It has like over, you know, almost 50,000 likes. Yeah. And um, this is what happened on the Wendy Williams show. Ann Curry, who's probably turned her orange juice into a mimosa this morning. Oh, girl. Did you tweet them? Did you tweet I them? tweeted at her, what's good? Ooh, what did they she knows she never responded. Yeah. So whatever thirsty, anonymous bitch on Wendy Williams is out here stealing my jokes, I see you. Um, we see each other. We see each other. Anonymous oh. bitch was, uh, I don't know if you remember when we made this. We joked about this with our mutual friend, Michael Ross, once. Oh um, do you remember when someone was dragging Whoopi Goldberg in like, like, a, like a magazine or something, but it, it was like, it was anonymous or whatever. And it was on the view and Whoopi yes. Goldberg pulled it out and she was like, to whoever this yes. anonymous bitch is. <laughs> whoever this anonymous bitch is. Whoopi don't I watch The View every day. Like, Whoopi still is delivering every single day. How's Megan McCain? You know what? I like her more than I thought. But I liked uh, the other... Jed Adiabila was the other Republican they had, who they just fired very abruptly because they got Megan McCain. And it was like Jed was oh, way better. So it, so it wasn't even like a she did. It was like she didn't even do anything bad. It was no, just she like she was oh great. we got we got Megan. She was so great on the show. Jed was great. She was a great Republican voice. I'm not Republican or conservative, but she I loved watching her on the show. She pre- presented like a good counter argument all the time. It's so, weird having because I, I don't I don't like Megan McCain's arguments. Yeah, she, I think she's ve- I think she's very. Um, Never wants to own up to hypocrisies of like, you know, toting herself as like, you know, this like gay friendly like Republican, but also like 
always supporting her dad, who I get is her dad, but, like, her dad's awful. Yeah. She always uh, brings out Clay Aiken, her relationship with Clay Aiken, and, and, like, as if it's her saying she's so fucking amazing. Also, none of us like, like Clay Aiken. <laughs> she always talks about him on the show. She's like, my best friend. All, all right, talk about David Archuleta, maybe, oh, yeah. and then we can talk. Oh, David Archuleta had that bop crush. Remember that? Yes! <laughs> that was good. That was my shit. That was good. Uh, so yeah, Megan McCain, and so she's just not as good as Judd was, and it was so shady. Judd just wasn't, like, as famous, I guess. That's That was my, you know, reaction to it. It was like, they just didn't think Judd was famous enough, so they got rid of her. And brought in they got because they got Megan McCain, and Megan is she, she started off really. That's rocky. two morning shows bringing in flop Megans who they think are more famous. Megan Kelly is the worst. This is the worst. Starting a feud with Jane Fonda for no reason. Go away. And also, yeah, so Megan Megan Kelly on the Today Show just did that whole diatribe about fucking uh, Jane Fonda keeps talking about me in interviews. So and I don't respond, but here's my response. It's like wait. Are you complaining that she's talking about you and then talking about her? Right. Know, just... Also, like your show has bad ratings. I don't know how the views ratings are doing since Megan McCain's the on there. The views doing really uh, much better than they had been. Okay. They got the view. So I'm a view stand, and they got really murky. They started hiring a lot of too many people, like Candace Cameron and Raven and stuff, where it was like, uh-huh. actresses. And then they got back to. Raven on the View was always a mess. She was a mess. She was so. I didn't even have to watch it. I just always remember there was always a clip about this is what Raven said. Yeah, <laughs> she's doing very well on her little sitcom. I enjoy Raven's Home. They had a good graceful exit with her because they were transitioning more to politics, and then she got to have that moment where she's like, "Well, I'm doing Raven's Home again," and it was clear they would have gotten rid of her anyway, but it was. Good. But so they had that weird period, and they had also had Michelle Collins on there, who I love. I love great. Michelle Collins. She's so good. She was fantastic on the show, and she should have stuck around. But they were transitioning more into politics. But she was the one who I felt like got lost in that shuffle, mm-hmm. and she should have been there. And Whoopi like loved Michelle. Whoopi would always say like, "You're so funny." They just didn't appreciate. It. And also, Michelle's so pop culturey. Yeah, but I think she wasn't really a fit for them. Oh, but she's so great. But so then they transitioned to politics. They got Sonny, Sarah Haynes, um, and Megan McCain. And it's really good now. It's back to politics. Like their EP is doing all politics now. It's it's still Joy and Whoopi, right? Yeah, Joy Joy and Joy is just so good. Joy has no Because Babs is show. gone. Babs is near death. Yes. Supposedly. She's close to death. She's close to death. Lisa Renna told me that once, and I was like, How would you know? <laughs> Barbara's <saying> <laughs> Whoever's doing coke in the view bathroom. Uh, pasta. <laughs> it's not about the pasta. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the view's gotten really good. I love... I, it's my, like, nighttime show. I unwind to it. And, oh, I was saying, Joy has no time for bullshit with any of them. Like, Megan McCain's bullshit. Apparently, she drags her today. I haven't watched it yet. But, apparently, Joy... Someone was texting me that, like, like Joy went in. Yeah. She just... And you just hear it when someone's saying something that Joy's not interested in. She's just like... You can tell everything she's thinking on her face. And Whoopi, too. Whoopi's got that face where it's like, you're, she's not hiding anything. It's exactly how she's feeling. You can see it. And I love that. Great. So the view's great. Um, so back to Vanderpump Rules. God, what else do we have? Was there anything else that we need to talk about? I want to talk about Summer House with you for a second. You haven't started watching it yet, right? Are mm-hmm. you going to watch it? I'm going to. Yeah. 
Will you do like a live tweet thing? I will. Will you let me know when you do? I will. I really enjoyed the backdoor pilot that was foisted on me <laughs> when I was marathoning Vanderpump Rules. I was so against it. I was like, I'm not going to watch this. I felt like it was another trap. And I thought it was going to be one of those one season wonders, like yeah. Gallery Girls. I Gallery Girls. I loved Gallery Girls. Uh, I love the I love the hot blonde guy who was like stupidly hot. on Gallery Girls or on Summer no House? on on Summer House. Yeah, no, Kyle. He's Kyle so is yeah. gorgeous. I'm so attracted. Yeah. Um, then there's um, I also really like that guy who's a player, but that one girl twin or whatever decided she wanted to sleep with him. Carl. That's yes, Carl. he's yeah. he's gorgeous too. Yeah, he's um, a mess. I okay. had I had Steven on the show who's like the gay on that show and I interviewed him and he, he does not like Carl. He like mm. spilled he talked a lot of trash about Carl. How is Steven on the show? Uh Steven's great on the show and he was my favorite one. So I had just finished the first season and he was my favorite one, but they didn't give him a storyline. He was like the Greek chorus. Mm-hmm. So he would just give these funny talking heads and then everyone else was kind of having the drama. And I think this season a lot of people liked him on the show, so this season I feel like they're giving him more of a storyline. Mm-hmm. But he was, he's really funny on the show, and you'll come out of it being like, I like him the best, but he's barely in it. He's just the Greek chorus. Okay. But this time, this season he gets in the mix a little bit more, and he was super sweet when I talked to him. He was like, very sweet. Cool. And funny. And I, also like, I also like that one girl who was like, dragging the couple. Was it Christina, maybe? Maybe it was yeah, she kept being, she kept, she was the roommate with the girl who had just started dating yeah, someone. Yeah, that's and she kept, yeah, she kept, yeah, she kept being like... I mean, you're together in New York. You're together in the house. I'm like, girl, you seem pressed, and I love it. <laughs> it was amazing. She was, and she's not back this season, but she was like the she was the most awkward. Greggy Bennett actually he tweeted me and he said that she thought she was the LC of the show, oh. but she's like not at all. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what's so great about watching her. Is she's low. She thinks, yeah, she, like, thinks she's the LC, so she has these moments where she thinks they're going to be these big, dramatic moments, and then the whole cast is just, like, not interested in it at all, so she's playing these huge moments to people that are just, like, not paying her any due. It's amazing. The first season of a reality show is hard, you know? Like, you could be cut. Yeah. Well, and so I, when I interviewed the Steven, he said that what's weird about that show is they film on the weekends and they have cameras in the house all the time. Yeah. So they would go back to the city and they would make up with each other. So for the first season, you're not, you're seeing these relationships, they would have a big fight. And then the next episode, it would sort of dissolve. And he said, that's because they would get back to the city and they're good friends. So they would hash out their shit. Yeah. And so the fights never really deepened or, you know, went anywhere. And so this season he said they were more caught, they were more aware of that. So they would, if they were feuding with someone, they wouldn't talk during the week. Oh. So they were more, they were producing a little bit more. It's weird because, like, Summer House seems to work for people. I want to watch it. But the concept is very much Fire Island. Yeah. And my problem with Fire Island was always that they they left during the week. Yeah. You know? And would come back to the house each weekend. Because but... it makes the drama, it lessens the drama. Yeah. Yeah, it totally does. And... Oh, I just had a thought, but I forgot what it was. Fire Island's so never coming back anyway. No, and we both love... Logo's gonna sink into the ocean. <laughs> Ira, we both love the A-list. Yes! Let's talk about that. I miss the A-list. Justice for the A-list. I was... miss the A-list. Bring it back. Oh my god, the A-list was... I'm surprised Andy Cohen was never on the A-list. Was that a Logo show, or was that a... No, it was, it was, it was, um... I think it was Bravo. Was it Bravo? 
It might have been. It was like a real housewife, a gay real housewives. The problem I'm realizing with Bravo is that they just never have any gays and their whole, a lot of their audience is gay. And it's like, if they have a gay, it's one gay on the show. It's not like multiple gays. So they, I was looking at the A-list right now. Oh no, it was a logo. It was a logo. Yeah. Shame. But that was a good show. The A-list Dallas was better. Yeah. A-list Dallas and A-list New York. And one of the guys from A-list Dallas was on one of the housewives. Yeah. Was it Miami housewives? Maybe. Well, I also didn't realize, um, so I'm also, I'm going to start watching Summer House. Yeah, yeah. I'm also going to start watching Southern Charm. Southern Charm so I didn't good. realize that it was sort of like a spinoff of The Real World San Diego. Oh, yeah, Cameron. Megan, Cam, yeah, she joins yeah. it, and these are like her friends. Cameron's like the narrator of the show, too, so <laughs> she doesn't really get in the mix a lot, and she, her husband won't film. Oh. Like, she doesn't really have a whole lot of storylines, but she's very likable, and she's the Greek chorus of that show. I love the people who's like significant others won't film. Yeah. But I keep saying if Lala found herself a man and this is her starter man, you know? Yeah. If she found herself a man who would want to be on TV, she it. could be upgraded to a real housewife. She oh, could she go down to, she could go down to OC Im- immediately. Yeah. Um she OC, could she could she could only she could only join OC in her current iteration, like with kind of man. My friend um, was saying that, like, if she wanted to, if she was going to join Beverly Hills, she would have to marry like a high powered like agent, like a sports agent or something. You know, like someone who's in the LA mix. I would love to see Lala on on a housewife, specifically Beverly Hills. I feel like she could shake that up. Beverly Hills is very boring so to me. Boring right now. And a friend of mine actually brought up the fact, the same friend was like, brought up the fact that like Lisa Rinna may be, as much as we love her, may be part of the reason why it's not as interesting anymore. Because the show used to be about, the show used to be very Big Little Lies, Desperate Housewives. Yeah. It's about like the cracks beneath the um, celebrity and like the fame and the money. You know, it wasn't like New York or Atlanta or OC where they all go in on each other. It was always like, you'd see them hanging out, and then, like, stuff would come out like, you're such a fucking liar, Camille. Or, like, you stole my house! Like, stuff like that would happen. But it was always insidiously under the surface. Like, Taylor's husband was, like, beating her and, like, almost dying. And then killed himself, like, off screen. But it was all affecting what was happening on screen. And Lisa Renna just sort of, like, is too eager and lives herself openly. Yeah. She's just too much of, like, a hustler to seem like she's, like, glamorous and, like, trying to hide anything. Yeah, there's nothing below the surface. I get that. I think, um, I think they need a shake-up. I think they need to get rid of Vanderpump and... They need to do what they did with New York and really just, like, overhaul Beverly Hills. Yeah. Someone... Um, you think they need to get rid of Vanderpump? I do. I think... I like her. Aside. She's just lazy. Yeah. She's lazy now. She's she used to produce totally. the show, yeah, yeah. but exactly. she's she's, she's not producing really. anymore. And she's busy. I get it. Like she's busy. I would just like her to step aside for a season or two and just maybe come in and be friends with Kyle or whatever, and then come back. Like I feel like she's just none of the other girls are able to sort of shine. Uh-huh. You know, like they're too they're stepping around her too much. And I don't know. I don't like it. And you know, Teddy is the new girl, and I. I interviewed her on the show, and she seemed super sweet. I, I actually liked her way more than I thought, but I don't think she's willing to get in the mix as much. I think she's a one and done. She's yeah, she's literally just there to promote her yeah. 
whatever job it is that she actually does and her her job is a google calendar (laughs) (laughs) she 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 went through her job with me and i just glazed over i was (laughs) my eyes glazed over and i was so you do you interview them all here no no her i did on the phone i'm trying to get sheena here that's like a that's 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 reasonable i'm just wondering like where you interview the people no a lot of them call. Like, I'll do a lot of phone interviews. Okay. I came here. Um, Danny's place is a lovely. Anyway. All right. So, like, housewives, you would be honored to I come got, into Danny's home. I got you Prosecco. Yes. I, did you know on Instagram, I've told this story before, but, you know, one of them, you know how people say mean things online? <laughs> do they? Yeah, you get, I'm sure you get that on Twitter, yeah. On Instagram, I get mean messages all the time. And so I was, like, feeling so good about myself. I was videoing myself in a new outfit or something on my stories and somebody wrote me, but you still live in a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> and Ira, I still think about that to this day. <laughs> it was so like, every time I walk in my apartment, I'm like, but I still live in a one bedroom apartment. Like it's wow. That, that cut you cut to the bone. Like, and I've heard other things like, you know, about being ugly or whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mean things. But that to me is still the meanest comment I've ever received. Yeah. And it's, I might be embarrassed to have a housewife here. Like, <laughs> I might be embarrassed. Brandy Glanville called me, like, from her car outside her house, though. <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> it was insane. I loved it. And Leanne Locken, do you know who that is? Yes. I did a phone interview with her, and it was just... They're just... Hands. Oh, my God. I love Dallas. Do you watch Dallas? Yeah, Dallas needs to come back immediately. So, apparently, they're filming it. In fe- they're starting filming in February, but they haven't been filming all this time, and that's upsetting to me. Yeah. yeah, Because it's like, where's the drama? Where's the drama? Leanne told me one of the most... If they cancel it, um, Leanne just needs to join OC, and then I would finally watch OC. Ugh, OC was so bad this season. Megan, what's her name? Megan, I don't even know her name. Uh, Megan, like, announced today that she was leaving OC, and I was like, you were fired. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this big So OC's thing. a show I don't watch. Actually, but I've watched important clips. Yeah, see, I would, I've watched, I would recommend you go back and watch OC. I watched the Ireland episodes. Mm-hmm. I watched the um, I watched the Brooks cancer um, the the, the saga like the, the key like episodes. Um, I watched the um, you will all know the truth. You will all know the truth, Shannon. Yes. Shannon's such a good housewife. I, mean, I watched the That's My Opinion um, reunion, and I also watched the, uh, oh my god, who's that episode where um, where that bitch like throws a letter and oh, the Tana. F- Tana throws the letter in her face, and then, and then throws a drink, yeah. and it was just like, then the woman's leaving, and she's like going to her house, and she's like, these people are monsters, can you imagine throwing a drink? Uh, OC has had some of the best moments. It's a totally different flavor than all of them. And I would tell you to go back and watch it. Should I watch all of OC? You should watch all of OC. I would say, How like, long is start OC? with maybe season three or something. Like, don't start at the beginning. <laughs> the that, first season, the first season was, like, weird. Because it was the first of any franchise of these. So the first yeah. season was, like, not what it, Housewives is. Mm-hmm. It was a weird, more documentary style, and there wasn't drama between... They weren't even interacting much. It was just, like, okay. it, these women... And so season three-ish, when they brought Gretchen on... She starts in season three? Yeah, Gretchen, Gretchen starts in season two, but she's, she was, like, with this super old man that was like close to death. And she's, like, this young blonde. 
Joe Lizarena tell you that? Yeah, it's close to that. <laughs> this old man was doing coke in the bathroom. <laughs> doing pasta in the bathroom. And so were people eating pasta in your bathroom? People were eating pasta in the bathroom. Yes, my house is a Chef Boyardee den. <laughs> Wait. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Can I tell you a story, a Housewives-related story? So I had a publicist call me last week, and I had mentioned on the show that I get a lot of people calling me, giving me information that I don't want to know. So one of these Housewives publicists called me, and it was the most bizarre conversation I've ever had in my life. And he's telling me all these, like, secrets of the show, of, like, secrets of New Jersey and New York and all this stuff. And I don't know what's real and what's not. Like, a lot of it could have been bullshit. But in the middle of the conversation, he just says, I could really go for some Chef Boyardee. It was like like the craziest phone. It was an hour-long phone call where he's telling me all these secrets. And I'm just sitting there like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah. And I don't know what's real. It was crazy, though. I mean, some of the things he told me. He told me spoilers about New York. Is is Chef Boy is Chef Boy RD? Um, we'll call him Chef Boy RD. Is Chef Boy RD part of the super carb diet from Bob Harper, written with Danny Pellegrino? We're gonna go, we're gonna go buy that. Go buy super carb diet. <laughs> please do. See, I'm great at a promo. Okay, so if I were just promoting my book. Please go buy it. Super do I get a book? Yeah, you can have one. Yeah, I'll give you one. Uh, it's 
I was going to say it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It is great. It is great. I lost 40 pounds from that diet. Did you? Yeah, I really did. How long is the diet? It's like an, it's a 90 day, but you can do it in like, small, okay. you can do smaller. Well, you know, I'm a member of Equinox now. Are you? Which like, Equinox do you go to? I do too. I, uh, I have all fitness. Oh, I can go to anyone. I, I can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> I live in a one bedroom apartment. I can't afford that. <laughs> You still live. You still live in a one-bedroom apartment. You know, I'm moving in April. Um, Well, so I record, keep it at the Cricket Media Studios, which is in West Hollywood, and I currently live in Silver Lake. And just because, like, recording that and doing ads, and when I start doing more interviews, which won't always be on the day that I record, because we'll save them for episodes. Um, the I never. Moved. To, I've never really had to commute while living in LA, yeah. and not doing it it stresses me out. Yeah. Uh, having to take like thirty to forty minutes to get somewhere. Yeah. So I definitely want to move to like the Miracle Mile Mid City area or back to West Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus, my a friend of mine lives like ten minute walking distance to that the new Miracle Mile Equinox, yeah, so nice. like ten minute walking distance to it, and I'm like, oh, okay. I that's, should do that. That's where I'm look. That's where we're looking to move to, right closer to there. And I love that gym. It's nice, but that's the only one I'm allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't allow me in the others. Um, well, I'll go with you sometime. Yeah, no, it'll be fun. Um, but so get the super carb diet, please do. And uh, how is the podcast going? How have you liked it? Great. We debuted at number three on iTunes. I know it's crazy. It's I've seen it on the front page of iTunes. Like it was, every, yeah, it was in the carousel. Yeah, yeah. it's like always there. And so explain it. What is it? Um, it's basically me and my two co-hosts, Kara Brown and Louis Fertel. And Which I'm just going to stop you for a second. I'm obsessed with Kara Brown. She was on Bitch Sesh at least once. She was on the episode like right before me. Was it? Yeah, oh, I, maybe she was on twice then, I think. She's been on, mul- I think she's been on multiple times. And oh, she, so she just recently did a bonus episode. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah. She's so good, though. Like, I... I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. She's great. And And Lewis, I I follow on Twitter. Yeah, I agree. I love both of them. And basically, we just, like, it's in the format of, like, we talk about the news. This week, we talked about um, Oscar nominations and Monique and Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we try and talk about, like, what's going on in pop culture that week. And then it's called Keep It, because that's my Twitter catchphrase. Which means, you know, like... No thanks, fuck off, I don't want this, etc. Yeah. And so we have a keep it segment of each week where we talk about what we're keeping. Yeah. So tune in, see what we said keep it to yeah. this week. I can't um, it. it's a, I listened to the first episode, and it was so good. You're so, I mean, you're such a natural fit for it. It's Thank great. you. It's, 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 I'm really having a lot of fun. Yeah. And so in the future, you're planning on having guests too, right? Like a Yeah, so we, we interviewed... Um, Rostam in our second episode. Yeah, that's right. Um, but we're just because I had recorded that episode like, like, um, here's some tea. Uh, I we recorded that episode like in the fall, the re- the interview. Okay. So I was like, and he was going on tour finally in January. So I was just like, I need to get this out. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, now I'm going to be lining up guests and interviewing people, and the format will be we'll be talking about the news. There'll be the keep it segment. And there'll be an interview. Uh, and then there's also f- other fun segments, like, you know, where I like, grill the co-hosts on, like, pop quiz things. Yeah. Or, you know, we talk about, like, this week in Black Republicans. It's usually when Omarosa does something. Oh, my God. Or Ben Carson or Stacey Dash. Those people. Yeah. So it's politics and pop culture, which yes. is just such a, 
a great way to ingest yes. pop culture and it's the or and ingest it's, politics. And it's it's on the, it's on Crooked Media, a network that get, brings you Pod Save America, Pod Save the World, um, and those shows dive really into politics. Yeah. And what we try to do is dive into the political stories that people are talking about online, but aren't necessarily like about like policy and things like that. You know, we can talk about when like people are making like like Omarosa, like when she's um bringing her wedding party to the White House, you know, or something and like getting kicked out because she's taking photos there and stuff. Like stuff like that, you know, and talk about when we talk about pop culture whenever it intersects with politics as well, which it has increasingly been doing this year and it's like a time when everyone's obsessed with both. So I feel like we're having really good conversations on the show. Yeah, and I feel like uh, you know, I mentioned I watched The View, and the reason I like The View is because of that format of they, you know, dive into all of these topics that, you know, where, where you need to, if I need to get the news, I could still watch, I could get the news from The View. Mm. <laughs> I'm a mess. I'm talking about how much I love The View for news. Uh, but, you know, I can get the news. This is brought to you by ABC's <laughs> The View. Listen for your best info on hot topics, Da-da-da-da. news, politics, <laughs> And Whoopi Goldberg's hair care. I could talk about Joy Behar forever, you guys. <laughs> um, what was I? Oh, they, have you heard uh, The View's new theme song? It's with Mary J. Blige. Is it? It's so good. I wrote, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I, Mary J. did Oh, shout out to Mary J., by the way. nomination. So, two. Best song. Best song and, and best supporting actress. She She's the good. first person to get an acting nom and a best original song nomination. Yeah. Fuck on that, J-Lo. <laughs> J-Lo's pressed um, You know Beyonce wanted that Right? Uh, Dreamgirls? Yeah Because if she'd she gotten Because she, if she'd gotten Supporting actress And then been nominated for uh, uh, For one. Listen Listen But she, but didn't they like Take her off Listen? Or I think so Yeah but like Both of those would have been Her getting that Yeah If this was justice for B Yeah uh, and, and, and Mary Jane needs it. She's been through a year. And Nicole Scherzinger also wanted it for when she did Moana. Yeah. <laughs> they don't do voice actors at the Oscars. <laughs> they were close, though. <laughs> she was like, I will be the first. Nicole thought she was going to be the first. She's like a featured extra in it Moana. calls me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and the light in the sky means the sea. It calls me. Um, did you see Mudbound? I love my I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. She was great in it too. And I thought I was surprised that no one not more people were talking about that movie. But Right. I had people being like, Oh, I really need to check out Mudbound and I'm like, it's just on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. Yeah, it was there. So like just sit down on your couch and press play. Yeah, and it's I don't normally like long movies. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> You know, I like things like Home Again or Snatched, but I, I sat down and watched Mudbound, and it was said like two and a half hours, which normally that's like a red flag for me. Like, I gotta, I can't do that. But I watched it, and I loved it. I thought it was so good. So, Ira, where else can people find you? We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. You can find me at Ira on Twitter, and on Instagram, King Ira, Ira, Ira. It's three Iras because I'm Ira Madison III. <laughs> and um, I tried to just do at Ira or King Ira, and Instagram wouldn't let me do it. So I have this ridiculous name that I also can't change anymore, but whatever, I'm just going with it. Oh, with your Instagram name? Yeah, yeah. so just King Ira, Ira, Ira. Yeah. 
Um, give me some follows. I don't yeah, have as many followers as Danny Pellerino on Instagram. We'll, we'll make it happen. I, I'm sure you'll surpass me soon. <laughs> uh, and I I'll start know. selling tummy tea. <laughs> I don't know if you'll get a Proud Mary sponsorship. But I, did. I hope I get a Breaking In sponsorship with Gabrielle Union. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. All right. I love you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. And one more quick thing I just want to say about how good of an Ira person you are of an ira person how good of a person you are ira okay so i got a dog years ago and ira took i fostered a dog do you remember that i do remember i fostered a dog and it was too much for me it was like i i mean because i'm a crazy person i was like i can't do this like because i thought i needed to adopt the dog and then i felt i was you know had to keep it for the week or something yeah and you were so sweet you were like i'll take the dog for a couple days and you took the dog for a couple days yeah it was the sweetest thing oh you took care of that dog thank you for reminding me when i used to do nice things for people once upon a time (laughs) (laughs) once upon a time that's why i love you thank you so much for doing this yeah and everyone go listen to keep it All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to my interview with Ira. I had the best time with him. I was going to fit in some Summer House stuff, but I had so much fun with Ira. I just wanted our interview to play as is, so I didn't want to do editing and chopping. So I'm going to be doing a whole Summer House special. So if you've never watched Summer House, please go binge the first season like I did. (laughs) I was holed up in my apartment watching Summer House all last weekend. And the first season is just 10 episodes, so go watch it. And then I'm going to be talking to my friend Whitney Fromholtz. We're going to break down the season premiere. We're going to be talking about the show in general. And then also I interviewed Stephen McGee, who's on Summer House. He's one of the main cast members. So I'm going to be doing a whole Summer House special. So please go catch up if you're into that sort of thing. Keep an eye out for it. So I can't wait for you guys to hear it. And thank you all for listening. I love you. Thank you for the kind words on Instagram and Twitter. You know, let Ira know if you like this. Please go tweet him or Instagram or whatever. So thank you guys. I love you. Bye. (laughs) I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic. A North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.